powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Say it ain't so, I will not go, turn the lights off, carry me home. Welcome to Game Over Calgary on the heels of a Calgary Flames 4-1 loss over the reigning Stanley Cup champions, Colorado Avalanche. My name is Audie James. Welcome to SDPN Sports Game Over. Um, this is going to be a good one. I'm, uh, I've got a lot to say. i got a lot to say tonight, and I'm sure... That's uh, that my guest does as well. Welcome, Zoo. How you doing, brother? Hello. Thanks for having hey, me on the show. Of course. This was a long time in the making. And uh, yes. hey, producer Drew's already here. He's going to sh- <laughs> he's uh, I think I don't know if he's caught up, but I definitely uh, started singing the lyrics before Drew started putting the lyrics in there. Um, yeah, it, it, this was not something um, that I was looking forward to. This is one of those games that. When you look at it on the schedule, even before the puck drops, you're like, shit. That's <laughs> this is one of those scheduled losses. Um, first of all, I, I I'm I'm a very bad host. How are you? I'm doing good. Well, I mean, could be doing better, but I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. I, I'm sure we I'm sure everybody in Flamesland could be doing better. Um what were your thoughts coming into this one? Like I'm I'm just gonna cut right oh. to the chase here. Like I don't know. For me, it was like, like I said, scheduled L. Uh, the yeah. way this team's been playing, if they were playing any better, maybe they'd stand a fighting chance, but just not a great outing. What were, what were no. your thoughts coming into it? Yeah, this is one of those tough ones where, you know, Colorado's been on a roll lately. Um, they're looking to be, once again, finishing top in the Western Conference. Um, yeah, it's one of those where you don't have too many expectations going in, but yet the Flames still somehow managed to absolutely decimate any expectations you had. So it is a tough one for the Flames, a tough loss, and uh, they got a pretty important stretch coming up here. Oh game, my so God. We've yeah. been saying that for three weeks. We've been saying that's that. True. <laughs> we've been saying that for so long now. Um, yeah. But hey, before we get any further, you want to bet? Yeah. Bet. Yeah, you want to bet? Then get in on the action with our friends at Sports Interaction. The boys of summer are back on the diamond, and March Madness is on deck. Hey, you know what? If the Flames ain't got me, I know my Blue Jays got me. They got a big W today, their first spring training game. Kikuchi looked good, but we'll save that for uh, for Game Over Blue Jays, perhaps. I know know Rob's watching and producer Drew, Game Over Blue Jays. Um, (laughs) Bet pregame, live and play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN, or if you're in the province of Ontario, or uh, aka the motherland, as I like to call it, I'm from Ontario, <laughs> uh, there's a QR code right here on your screen. Download the app, scan it, and you will get the Sports Interaction app. Um, it's going to be at the bottom of the screen right here for the duration of our stream, and you can download the app at any time and uh, and get your betting in there. 19 plus, please play responsibly, and if you or anybody you know has any issues with gambling, please be sure to check the show notes. There are lots of great resources in there for you to reach out and get some help okay let's start this thing off here i'm gonna take you back back to the beginning let's go way back All right uh what's that hillary duff song let's go back back to the beginning um the first shot on goal the very first avs shot on goal um Again. was a goal i'm gonna Again. i'm gonna read you a stat here All and right. i'm not sure if you knew it um where the heck did i write it down it is Okay. Actually, let's do a little bit of trivia. We'll get the chat right. involved right, too. Let's do we'll, get the, we'll get the chat let's involved too because um, this is going to be a fun one. We'll give the chat a bit of time to catch up. So I'm going to read you the question, 
and then you got to take your best guess at what the correct response is. Okay. All right. Jacob Markstrom, this was his 39th start of the season. How many of those 39 starts has he allowed the first shot of the game to be a goal? I'll start with you. Explain your rationale. Give me your number, and that'll give the <laughs> chat some time to catch up. And perhaps uh, maybe they saw the stat pop up on the screen. Maybe you did as well. Um, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you, you wanted me to explain my rationale. My rationale was going to be that I saw the stat. Yeah, it so. popped up. I'll give, I'll, I'll give the chat a little bit of time to, uh, to catch up. Uh, Thomas saying 15, Ball and 12 saying 20. Everybody who saw the stat Everyone is putting it, the yeah. correct answer in there. Uh, Matt saying 27. Um, the correct answer is seven. So of his 39 starts thus far, he's allowed the first goal on the first shot seven times. I would like to know uh, how many times he's not only let the first shot in, but the second shot of the The game, because that was also something that happened in tonight's game. And, um, I just want to know, because I feel like every guest I have on here, we kind of have a similar conversation. Are the flames in trouble between like it, it, like can can Markstrom bounce back like it really truly and and look I always preface with at the beginning of the year he was the whipping boy and I was and and I'm sure everybody on Twitter knows it Paul I can see you in the chat my guy <laughs> you knew that I was on the let's defend Markstrom trade uh train and we had Paul on the show not too long ago as well yeah. but um look he was the whipping boy for a while but now it's borderline inexcusable yeah. he needs to make a save uh, just yeah. give me your thoughts on uh, on Markstrom, not only tonight, but how he's been, I guess, throughout these uh, throughout his 39 starts of the season. Yeah, it really feels like that uh, series against the Oilers last year kind of just ruined Markstrom. It's It's been very bad uh, when you're paying a goalie $6 million to start between the pipes. Uh, his play has been abysmal. And... Um, it's tough too because you know you got a guy like Dan Vladar who's young. He's trying to prove himself. He's behind Markstrom, yep. and you see the connection between the two as well. They're both so good friends on and off the ice, you know. So it's 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 tough to see you know Markstrom have bad starts, and you have a guy like Vladar who is definitely pushing to take that starter position, and it keeps going back to Markstrom. And on top of that, you got a guy like Dustin Wolf down in the minors who's on pace to win back-to-back AHL goalie of the year. He's so good. He's so good. How is he a seventh-round pick? I know. That's I know. just mind-boggling. If, if the Flames are good at anything, they're good at finding the diamond in the rough players mm-hmm. late in the draft. And that's something mm-hmm. that uh, Trey Living's scouting team will give them credit for. Yes. Tree himself. Um, but I'm not so sure tree's gonna want to be coming back after this year like look man he's he's on kyle dubas over yeah bring kyle dubas (laughs) over i don't even think kyle dubas could you imagine kyle dubas and um brad trill or uh daryl sutter working together (laughs) that's That's... fucking that the the thought of that makes me like (laughs) makes my skin crawl for for dubas's sake yeah Um, but it's 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 frustrating. I, I don't think he's coming back. I, I wouldn't blame him if he didn't come back. It seems no. as though um, this organization and, and, and I, I hate to bring it back to the whole, let's get rid of Daryl Sutter thing. But um, look, I kind of want to address one thing too. A lot of people online were like, Oh, Audie, you know, you were beating the drum of Sutter was, you know, winning coach of the year last year. A lot of things can change from oh, yeah. season to season. Like, 
I, I just I don't know what you expect from from mm-hmm. from people. Like, sure, he was great last year. That doesn't mean he's going to be great this year. His 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 uh, he's been questionable in in much of his deployment this year. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fans are clamoring for him to be uh, booted out the door, and there's a lot of Daryl Sutter defenders out there, and that's fine. You're allowed to like the guy. You're allowed. We're allowed to have healthy. Um, you know. Not confrontation, but uh, Banter, allowed, I guess. Yeah, dis- <laughs> we're allowed to disagree, yeah. and we're yeah. allowed to keep it respectful, keep it healthy. But um, I'm, I just don't know how. Like, it does to you. Does it look like this team is getting up for Daryl Sutter? No, not, not at a all. fucking and chance. Not even close. And that's the problem too. Is that especially in those games against those bottom teams like Arizona, Montreal, Columbus, you Ottawa. know games like that, Ottawa, that's a huge one. You as a coach, it is your responsibility to bring the best out of your players and make your players perform at the peak of their playing ability. And it's so evident in that Flames locker room that Sutter's just not getting it done. No. He there's you look at the Flames team last year. They had so much chemistry. They, they were always, you know, off the ice. They were all together. They were always, like, everything about that Flames team was just so in tune together. Mm-hmm. And you look at this year, you know, you lose your stars in Goudreau and Kachuk. You bring in new stars in Kadri and Huberto. But the main core roster stays the same. But what's one thing that has changed from last year to this year? It's the fact that the Flames are not gelling together. Mm-hmm. The lines have been shuffled all around to make, you know, to adjust for the new uh, acquisitions of the new players but even though we're this far we're we're a week from the trade deadline and we still don't have chemistry on the ice yeah. and that is something that Sutter is supposed to be doing as the head coach is getting that chemistry and getting that team together and bringing them up for every game let alone the bottom teams so that's one thing that I find that yeah Daryl Sutter's not getting it done and to to Eric Eric's point in the chat he brings up a good point too it's not Sutter's fault entirely how can he be uh how can he change terrible goaltending and terrible power play and Mm -hmm. terrible three-on-three overtime okay the one rebuttal i would have for the three-on-three overtime is it kind of comes back to the deployment thing um like i if i recall correctly the last overtime that they lost which was their game against vegas Vegas. yes um was it not like backland tanev and I can't remember who the third forward or the second forward was. Wasn't a player. star. That's yeah, sure. like that's yeah. who you start with in three on three overtime. Like, sure, I guess you want probably Backlund and one of your better face off guys to take that possession. And, yeah, yeah, you get possession and then you, you you go for a change. But like, you know, Elias Lindholm can win face offs too. You mm-hmm. you, you don't have to put Tanev out there. I I love mm-hmm. Tanev, but he's not my first. He's not my first blue liner over the boards on on, on three, a three on three, on three overtime. overtime. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, I think you've got a point there, Eric, and and your point makes sense. And the power play has been abysmal. I would be absolutely flabbergasted if Kirk Muller is back behind the bench in mm-hmm. any fucking capacity next year. Mm-hmm. Um, his deployment of their power play and the fact that it's just been so abysmal all year. Is it's shocking to me that he's still employed to this day, um, but again, he's probably a Sutter guy, and I don't know if that's something that he has a little bit more say in. And then the whole co- uh, the whole goaltending thing too is a very solid point as well. I mean, as much as we've loved to love Vladar, mm-hmm. as of late, hasn't really been the same Vladar that everybody's mm-hmm. been pumping the tires of this year. And all of a sudden, the Flames are in this predicament between the pipes where. Both of your goalies are playing at a sub 900 uh, yeah. save percentage. 
and you know they can't finish they still take so many perimeter shots and they're not creating as many high danger chances as as you would like them to um and it's it's frustrating jay money saying auto using the word flabbergasted i'm proud <laughs> you're using the thesaurus i got for you at christmas thank you jay money thank you i've, I've been expanding on my uh, my vocabulary here for uh for game over but um just your thoughts on that too because like everything there uh down to kirk Mahler and, and the poor goaltending it's been a colossal failure on many levels mm. this year for the calgary flames is that fair to say that is absolutely fair to say and i think it's it's tough because the flames are obviously going through a lot you know you lose your top mm-hmm. two players and that's something that yes it's tough to bounce back from that but this is a professional sport and you have to bounce back from that yeah and yeah absolutely with kirk muller when you have a power play unit that's got guys like huberto kadri lindholm 25 goal scorer tyler to Peltier's looked okay how are you yeah right Peltier's even looked good yeah yeah like, and you have mangiapane who was scoring like crazy last year like how do you not have a power play unit that's at least in the top half of the league like that's just unacceptable and yeah, it's yeah, the Flames just the whole coaching staff has been just not producing and then you can tell by their on ice effort as well that that's translating. So. So, here's an interesting stat that I just pulled up. Let's hear. It. Um a couple actually. The the Flames, if you were to guess the Flames power play percentage this year, what would your what would your guess be? Ooh. Do they break 20%? I'm going to say no. So they just break 20 percent. they're operating at 20.2 which is just like marginally better than what you'd expect yeah uh, which is tied for 21st in the league their shooting percentage is at 9.0 percent which is tied for 29th in the league uh and but their shots on goal are second in the nhl oh so their shooting percentage is fucking abysmal as well yeah yeah even though, and that's just that's just like the shot quality conversation, right? Yeah. How many times have we seen this team put up forty-five shots and mm-hmm. still lose three to two, right? Look like at the team, Arizona game; they're out shooting them thirty-eight to nine. You're down three-one. The Buffalo game, yeah, they were down two-one heading into the second period. Buffalo had three shots on goal. Mm-hmm. Like what? They held Buffalo to under ten shots oh, at the end of the second. Yeah. Like, that just yeah. doesn't make any I'm sense. I'm so glad Kleiner was on that game. And I was like, Hannah and I were out, like <laughs> looking at wedding uh, photography places to, to get our pictures done. And I was just watching the updates on my phone. And we were both looking at each other like, what a good game. To yeah. A, not be able to watch the first little bit. And B, not have to cover. Uh, yeah. But I digress. <laughs> we're here talking about yet another Calgary Flames loss. By the way, uh, the Audi streak for wins comes to an end tonight. And that's uh, it's unfortunate. But it is what it is okay um quick call to action here 74 people watching that's a that's a heck of a lot that's a heck of a lot more than we've had as of late this is awesome uh we're getting the we're getting the zoo bump which is uh which is good to see for the 74 people in here please be sure help the algorithm out um hit the like button button, subscribe to sdpn sports lots of great content and you can ring the bell to see whenever we go live for game over as well so you don't even Mm -hmm. have to do half the work when i go live you'll just see that we're going live um, but in addition to that, please share the stream, get it out on social media. Let's get more people in here as well to talk about this abysmal loss. The Calgary Flames losing four to one over one of the league's best in the Colorado Avalanche. Okay, um, <laughs> let's get into some of these comments as well. Uh, Conrad, the disdain towards Daryl Sutter continues. If Daryl Sutter has a million haters, then I'm one of them. 
If Daryl Sutter has one hater, then I'm that one. Then I'm that one. If Daryl Sutter has no haters, that means I'm dead. Um, <laughs> awesome. Incredible work. Um, uh, let's see here. James Johnson says, I can't believe the Av- that Avs team was on a back-to-back L-O-O-O-O-O-O-L. And, and that's, that's also very true. Um, yeah. That was a good team. Um, and, yeah, we'll kind of get into the Avs too in a little bit here as we chug along on Game Over Calgary. Um, Doogie, how are you, buddy? The reaction after the Toffoli goals is everything you need to know about this group. No emotion, no excitement, nothing, nothing. especially when the game was still there to win at that stage. And that is 100% true. Um, it's something that uh, I've noticed, too, is the lack of emotion. The only player, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the okay. only player that I think has shown any slight bit of emotion as of late is none other than the youngster himself, Jacob Peltier. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Jacob Peltier has just been like a, just shot out of a cannon. Like the, he's in the corners, which is crazy for a small guy. He's got so much speed coming in with the puck. He's always looking to get open for a chance. Like he is, he has looked just so good. And you can tell that he's taking this opportunity that he's finally been given on the big squad and he is making it count and he's just looked phenomenal. He's looked so good. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's thriving and I'm so happy that the coach has given him his shot. We've seen mm-hmm. With guys like Maddie Phillips, that they haven't really kept him up, but um, it's good to see. It's good to see Jacob Pelche. He's going to be one yes. of the future studs of this organization for uh, for a while. So, mm-hmm. um, Anthony saying, "How was this a scheduled loss for the Flames when the Avs were on a back to back?" This is where I would insert that meme. Um, first time. <laughs> first time. Yeah, time. that would be. Uh, <laughs> that's my that's my response to this. Uh, flames fucked me on the over. Couldn't even contribute that one from Thomas. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure Dave Bastel over at sports interaction is uh, licking his chops at that one though. Uh, Eric, once again, saying done watching the flames this year. They are the most boring team I've ever seen. That is not tanking Go Oilers 2023. Oof. Um, that's tough. That's Oof. tough. Um, producer drew chiming in saying, uh, honestly, flames should just sell the deadline. This team is going anywhere as is fire Sutter. Add some picks and prospects. Come back even better in 23-24 that one coming from an Avs fan and uh that would be kind of I think the temperature for most Flames fans as well would you say absolutely I like I like the thing about it right this draft is so deep so So deep deep. and we have we have this perfect opportunity where we have some pending UFAs and it's evident tonight that we are not a cup contender by any means take the opportunity like this, this this type of draft class it only comes around once in a blue moon, you know, mm-hmm. like it's crazy how deep it is and why not take the chance and pick up some fantastic prospects and bounce back next year. You know, if you sell those pending UFAs, sign some players in free agency, sign a new coach mm-hmm. and then uh, mm-hmm. run with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, that's a good chance, you know, a good opportunity for the flames there about coaching. I want to, I want to segue to that in a minute here. Um, Oh, geez. What was this comment here? Where the hell was it? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I lost it. I lost it. It was a good one I wanted to bring up. Um, oh, actually, th- this is what I was going to say. You don't even have to sell your pending UFAs because we saw a trade today involving the Winnipeg Jets and the Nashville mm-hmm. Predators where Nino Niederreiter got traded for a second, which, first of all, I thought was maybe some pretty tidy work from Kevin Cheveldayoff and, and oh, the Winnipeg Jets. He still got yep. term and you got him for a second, not in this year's draft, but next year's draft, which is pretty, I think pretty tidy work for a guy who still got term. 
The Flames have some guys who maybe have a couple years left. We got guys like Noah Hannafin. If Oliver mm-hmm. Shillington ends up coming back, Noah Hannafin is very tradable. I'm not oh, yeah. holding my breath. Um, Elias Lindholm, as much as it pains me, he's one of my favorite Flames don't, right don't now. Don't say that, man. Don't right? say that. <laughs> Pending UFA, not this year, but the year after. Tyler Toffoli, whose stock oh. probably couldn't be higher right now. That's true. Right? That's true. Like, yeah. how good would – and I'm not sure that, like, the Flames are going to do it because I'm pretty sure – they're confident they're going to squeak in and they're going to try to make some noise, which I'm not so confident about. No. <laughs> but, like, seeing what the Jets did today with that trade with the Preds, teams could very well be interested in players that still have a little bit of term left. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, no so, kidding. Yeah, that, that trade with uh, with Winnipeg getting Nino Niederreiter, that was very good work by Shevel Day off. And, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, the uh, the Flames do have some very good uh, trade value going on right now. They have some good contracts. They have some very solid players that would help teams in a deep cup run. And like I said earlier, take the chance. This draft class is deep. Yeah, seriously. Um, And, and that's the thing about draft picks. They're magic beans, but you can find some pretty uh, – some pretty – like and the flames are good at it too aside from aside from the 2011 draft when they picked tyler watherspoon and then the following pick was none other than nikita kucherov there's a really good story about that i've told it a couple times on this show um that i i was uh james and i were actually talking to pat steinberg about it and um he uh he said that the flames at the time thought that they were going to be able to get Kucherov in the third or fourth round. They still wanted Gaudreau because they got Gaudreau in the fourth mm-hmm. round, but they thought he was going to fall later. And oh, wow. sure as shit, the Tampa Bay Lightning scooped him up the pick oh. after they picked Tyler fucking Tyler Watherspoon. Watherspoon. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It hurts a little bit. Hindsight being what it is, but uh, it is what it is. Okay, 82 people in here. This has been great. Um I want to pivot a little bit here. I put some notes together at the end. First of all, we got to address the, uh, uh, for producer Drew's sake, the Lucic and oh my. McDermott fight. Woo. That was a fun, that was the most wow. entertaining part of the game if you were a Flames fan. And that's one of the silver linings that you have to take as a Flames fan too, is that not a lot, like very small amounts of stuff went right in this game. But seeing Lucic bring out the physical side, what happened two minutes after Lucic fought? Flames yeah. put their only goal up on the board. Yeah, it's it's stuff like that that Lucic needs to realize that that physicality definitely sets a tone for the players oh, yeah. on the ice. Yeah, and that's yeah, absolutely. What a fight that was. And oh, and my. it was a chippy game beyond that mm-hmm. too. McKinnon was getting rattled up uh, with oh, yeah. Backlund was public Backlund enemy was number in there, one yeah. in the Mile High City tonight. So there mm-hmm. were there were some wanted posters out for him in Denver <laughs> uh, after this game, but um. Yeah, it was uh, it was chippier than I thought it was going to be. But one thing that I really noticed too was just the Flames' completely evident lack of foot speed compared mm. to some of the some of the teams or some of the league's elite teams. Mm-hmm. Look, the Avs have slipped a little bit and they're finally clawing their way back. But they've dealt with so many fucking injuries this year. Oh yeah, it, it's bound. They're bound to come back. Um, oh, and 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 they're gonna they're gonna go on a run and they're gonna do their thing because they're the Avs and they're good. But um. The Flames very clearly lack foot speed. And one of the biggest things, too, and I want your take on this as well, how well does Colorado, when they finally set up shop in the offensive zone, how fucking well do they move the puck? Oh, my God. Like, man. It's and that's so without Kale McCarr. Or Landis Gog. Or Landis Gog, exactly. Yeah, no. 
that that's one thing that I was watching this game, and that was like a point that if you didn't make, I wanted to make as well because the Avalanche got that puck into the flame zone at their own will. Oh yeah, they absolutely flew into the zone. The fl- it was so evident on that Mulligan goal when he just absolutely just flew right past the door off like it was nothing. The Avalanche show that this game, this game of hockey in the NHL, it's no longer Daryl Sutter hockey. It's no longer big physical. It is speed. It is skill, and they absolutely displayed it tonight with how fast, how good puck movement, how well they cycled the puck. Like, they were, yeah, it was just unreal how good the Avalanche looked, and that's without arguably the best defenseman in the NHL Mm -hmm. and their captain who plays on their top line. It's nuts how good the Avalanche are at that. Yeah, and it's going to be crazy, too. I think, I I can't remember if I saw this or read this or heard this correctly, but I think Landeskog's going to be out for a little bit, but it sounds Mm -hmm. like the timeline's going to line up with just so happens when the salary cap isn't around in the playoffs. So the Avs are going to go do their thing. They're going to go get their guy at the deadline, whoever the hell that might be. And then Landis Cog's going to be coming back uh, just in time for playoffs. It's going to be a team to be reckoned with. Georgiev is playing great. Georgiev is playing great. He he played some pretty solid, uh, some pretty solid minutes between the pipes there tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, and then on top of that, the flames, and it's been a struggle all year. They've been getting better, I think, as of late, of getting more quality shots off. They're still taking mm. some pretty stupid perimeter shots. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is with that. Like, I know Daryl loves to get pucks on net, but perimeter shots that don't really provide much danger. Like, if, the, if like, yeah. there's no traffic, there's no nothing, there's nobody waiting to tap in a rebound. Um, but it just also speaks to their clear lack of finish. Yeah. And it's been a problem all year. Like kind of like to segue into trade deadline stuff Mm. do you see the flames going out and getting a finisher do you think like i guess i guess to segue to uh to train deadline excuse me tell me what you think is going to happen or what you want to happen and then tell me what you think is going to happen okay absolutely um (laughs) so this reminds me okay so what i want the flames to do right i would be totally fine if they decided to sell Yep. Um, if, if they wanted to get rid of those guys with good contracts on term, I would totally be okay with it and completely understand. There is one player that I would absolutely love to see join this Flames team, and that's none other than the guy that was on Huberto's line last year, oh. Anthony Duclair. Yes, I would please. love to see Anthony Duclair on the Flames. He has such a great contract, and he has that chemistry that the Flames are obviously lacking. Now, what the Flames are probably going to do, because we know how this happens, trade deadline for the Flames is basically an extended sleep-in. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, I, I referenced the uh, the whole Mark Stone sweepstakes. Oh, fuck, the, not those. The, <laughs> the Flames were in the race for fucking Mark Stone, one, the best two-way forward in the game. And what did they do? They got Oscar Fantenberg. Was that the Forbert year, too? I'm sure. pretty sure it was literally just Fantenberg. It may have it been. Could have yeah. been Forbert, no, it could have been Forbert, but it was not Mark Stone. Forbert was the Forbert Gustafson year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I, it sure <laughs> as hell was not Mark Stone. So I would not be surprised if the Flames are like, well, you know, we, we kind of have a chance to make it here, and then they do dick all. You're probably right. You, yeah. you, you're probably right. And, and that's just kind of like been the Flames' M.O., that's I Calgary mean, aside, hockey, yeah, aside from last year when the Valentine's Day trade took place and they brought into Foley, uh, and then on deadline day they bring in Kali Yarncroke, who was Elias Lindholm's cousin, and that's about he was it. A flame. <laughs> yeah, he was cousins with Lindholm, and that's the only noteworthy stat that 
you can pull from that. Um, yeah. Mind you, he's playing fucking great with, Tr- so with Toronto right Toronto. now. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fitting into that system really well. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's going to be this deadline too, where and I think Trees kind of alluded to it. Like, I don't think he really wants, and and I don't know. I feel like he just doesn't really like he sees what's going on, and I don't think he's I don't think he's stupid. No, like I no, don't think he's, not. and he probably shouldn't be buying he should be selling um especially given like i said there's a market out there for players that have you know players are that are on an expiring deal and players Mm -hmm. that are you know maybe two years out so it's um it's 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 gonna be interesting and and to tease something too i can't i don't know if i'm allowed to say too too much um but keep your eye out on trade deadline day i know the sdp boys are going to be doing something um, and then in typical game over fashion, once the trade deadline's done, there might be some game over coverage for that. Ooh. Some extended coverage after the SDP boys hop off. Um, so we're going to we're going to be announcing that soon. But a little bit of a, an inside uh, inside <laughs> information for the 75 people watching game over Calgary right now. Um, OK, we're going to take some more questions. We're going to read some more comments here. And then as Jay Money loves, loves to hear me say, we're going to put a bow on tonight's episode of Game Over Calgary. <laughs> the Flames falling 4-1 to one to the Colorado Avalanche in Denver. Okay, let's scroll back here and see. We've got a lot of people watching and a lot of people putting some uh, some comments in the chat here. Uh, Jay Money saying, playoffs? Playoffs? Are you kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. That's uh, I, I think that's the epitome of what it feels like to be a Calgary Flames fan. Flames hockey, baby. Uh, that's it. Perpetual <laughs> mediocrity, as we, uh, as we like to throw it in the Twitterverse. <laughs> Um, I don't know hockey, but what I do know is Zoo helps me with bets. That one coming from Luna. And where can you make those bets at? Sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. You're a natural. You're a natural. The the, the, the plugs of Am uh, I a natural or a sellout? I don't know. Either or, but <laughs> but it both work it, it, both of those work for uh for the nature of this stream. If you were Sutter, what's the first thing you'd change? Question for everyone. That's a good one from Eric. Uh, I'll start with you. If I was Sutter, what would you change? I would change my occupation and go back <laughs> to the farm. <laughs> am I am I wrong? No, am I wrong? Not a fucking chance you're wrong. That was Yeah, I would change careers. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, I can't I can't top that. I I just can't top that. Um <laughs> Nate saying, can Steve's book become an anthology of blogs or something for the Canadian team's STPN host because the Calgary Flames are ruining my life, but I love them somehow. Um, shameless plug to the powers that be. I'm reading Steve's book right now, fully admitting that I haven't read it in the past, but that's okay. Fucking incredible book. If you guys love um, uh, love that kind of stuff and you love t- uh, reading people's stories and how they came up... Um, I highly recommend uh, this team has ruined my life, but I still love them because it is fucking fun. It's a very, very cool book. Um, let's see here. Uh, you keep Toffoli's name out of your mouth. <laughs> that one coming from James. Um, a lot of people saying, uh, replying to Eric here. James saying, once again, trade Lucic to the Pens because they want to get tougher. Um, Take Crosby in a first. Yeah. What's, what's the price tag for 87? Is it Lucic? I hope so. Lucic and Matty Phillips. Because <laughs> ah, everybody, there, there everybody should be clamoring over Matty Phillips on the trade market <laughs> this year, right? Pending UFA. There's another one. Um, oh. As a neutral fan, I wanted to. I wanted the third to erupt a, as a fight night. That one coming from Carl. 
Uh, I legit think Huberto doesn't want the puck. It's amazing to see 10.5 million. Uh, quarterback in Kings talk. What's up, buddy? Good to see you in here. Audie, the Flames remind me of the 2017 Kings. Big, slow, and outcoached. Was Sutter still around in 2017 with the Kings? Back check time. I'm looking it up. Yeah, you look it up. I'll keep reading because I, I want to know if that's the case because that'd be pretty fucking pretty similar. Um, what did you say, 2017? 2017 right. Kings. Okay. Um, James also saying no media yet from the Flames after this game. I wonder if they're having a team meeting. Eyes emoji. Everybody spam eyes emoji in the chat. <laughs> um, Duclair would be good. They need finishers. How about giving Phillips an actual chance for a finisher? Do they have oh, to trade anyone no. unless they want to? What? He was the coach yeah, in 2017. Yeah, right? That makes, that makes <laughs> that sense. That makes so much sense. <laughs> that makes so much, it makes too much sense. Um, and I bet you Lucic was on that roster too if you looked it up. Oh, How about giving... <laughs> How about giving Phillips an actual chance? Yeah, I, I just I, I think that ship, that ship has sailed. That ship sailed. I don't think that we're going to see much uh, of, of him anymore. I don't think we ever see him again in uh, in the Flaming Sea, unfortunately. unfortunately. No. Um, okay, yeah. The if if you are if you're an SDP listener, I think the Flames need uh, Ross Boston. I think that's about uh, that's about who they need. Um, okay, uh, this has been great. This has been a lot of fun. We got 82 people in here, man. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it. Uh, it, because it's me because it's not but this is the most viewers we've had in a long time and it might be because it's your boy zoo you see what i did there um oh, all right we're gonna lose you soon because we got freaking four minutes left on zoom but please plug away tell people what you're up to uh oh, all the amazing man. things you're doing on youtube tiktok uh all that fun stuff and where they can find you on social media as well the floor is yours I don't know if it's amazing, but I, I spent a lot of time at my desk playing Xbox. So <laughs> that's it's pretty amazing to me. Amazing. Yes. It's amazing to me. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I guess my name's Sue. I am a YouTuber. I make NHL 23 videos. I am the idiot that decided to play a hundred games of NHL 23. And, then and it went off. What happened and in every off. game? It did go off. Not going to lie. But uh, yeah, you can you know subscribe to me uh youtube.com slash your boy zoo i'm on tiktok twitter follow me on twitter i like to uh bitch about the flames 24 7 hey so don't we all if you if you're, yeah if you're, you guys are obviously into that so you know same thing uh but most importantly hit that subscribe button on the sdpn channel check out all the other game overs if you haven't checked out the steve dangle podcast you're probably living under a rock yes so check that out as well and uh yeah turn that notification bell on so you'll be notified every time a game over goes live what i tell you he's a natural and you got all the right people watching too you take, take you take notes people um <laughs> hey this has been great i appreciate it man and and it's been some uh some time in the making we're gonna definitely have you back on um awesome. because this was a lot of fun okay guys mm -hmm. uh flames are back in action on Tuesday against none other than the Boston Bruins, who just happen to be very, very good at the game of stick puck. Uh, puck drop is at 7 o'clock uh, from the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Peter Klein will have your game over call. I will be in the Saddle Dome, so uh, wish oh, me. wish me, Yeah, we fuck, you're damn right we are. Wish me luck. Okay, um, everybody be well. Thank you so much for watching. This has been great. If you're listening on playback, please be sure to give us a review on your preferred podcatcher. And uh, and subscribe to SDPN Sports on YouTube, like the stream, and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher as well. We will see you on Tuesday. Peter will see you on Tuesday. I will see you guys at the next one whenever that is. Be safe, be well, and we'll talk to you later, friends. Peace. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.